At Armstrong, your connectivity is backed by local technicians, our 24-7 network operations team, and our 24-7 customer service center. Armstrong, unmatched employees, unmatched customer care, unmatched fiber network. and welcome to Armstrong in the Loop podcast. I'm your host, Seth Prentice. And today, I'm super excited as it is our 150th episode of Armstrong in the Loop. And we're going to celebrate by having members of the Mars Robotics Association as our guest today. Group, please introduce yourselves to our listeners. Hello, I'm Sophia Gorash. I'm 14 years old and I'm going into ninth grade. Hello, I'm Alex Hutchins. I'm 14 and going into ninth grade. Hello, I'm Nathan Taylor. I'm 16 and going into 11th grade. Well, it's so great having all of you. Thank you for joining us. It's an exciting episode. Why don't we get right into it? What is the Mars Robotics Association? The Mars Robotics Association is a nonprofit organization that wishes to spread that wishes to spread STEAM and promote robotics. Mars Robotics Association is not through the Mars School, so anyone can join. Now, when you yeah, say our it, goal, go ahead. Our goal is just to spread STEAM everywhere. That's awesome. So when you say anyone can join, you can be open from any school district to join the Mars Robotics Association? Yeah, yeah but there's a... Sorry. There is there is a certain age range. You have to be from 7th through 12th grade to be in the bigger kids program. We have kids who drive 45 minutes both ways, actually, to come to our program. That's incredible. All right. So what is your favorite part about being in the organization? I think my favorite part is just being able to see, like, all these, like, we go to so many events, so many festivals. It's just amazing to be able to see, like, all of these kids, all these students, like, just that's my favorite part. Either that or competing where we get to tell about everything that we did. Yeah, and then my favorite part would be the actual competition, building the robot and then just competing there. Because last year we almost made it to state, but we were one game away. And we were against a team, Brainstem, who put in about 40 hours a week, like an actual job. And we're meeting two times a week for six hours. Wow, that's incredible. So how many events do you all compete in on a year yearly basis? So competing, we do like around one or two scrimmage and then we can go to I think three or four qualifiers a year. But as for general events, we can go to, they're called outreach events, like festivals and things we host. We can go to, I think we did 33, 34 last year. So we, and like, so we can go to a lot. We can go to even more, but like, that's what we did last year. That's impressive. Uh, so it, I'm getting the point of this, that it isn't just about competition, that you're also out in the community. So what community events did you all participate in and why? Um, we, we participate in just any not any specific events just events in general because we want to spread steam everywhere like mm. we could be to saxonburg i know we did mars new year we did saxonburg library we did um Bur we did borough we did a bunch of just outreach events saying hey we're out here and we spread steam sophia anything to add 
Um, the other thing is we actually get a lot of requests from the community to do events. Um, I know a lot of Girl Scout troops have actually reached out to us and we did like a little like camp, uh, not a camp, a little meeting to help them get their robotics back. So a lot of times the community also reaches out to us. That's pretty impressive. I, I a, didn't realize that the Girl Scouts even had a robotics badge, but B, that a lot of organizations are reaching out to all of you to help participate in spreading STEAM and STEM. Um, you know, typically when you're trying to spread that message, is it to younger students or is it to people of all ages? Um, it doesn't really matter. We're just um, we could we spread we pr prefer to spread it to like younger ages our age so we could get like more people for our FOL team first Lego League which is a literal kid group from fourth through seventh grade and a and then the high school team which is seventh through um twelfth grade but we also reach out to parents and say or and other people who know more than us like engineers like I know we have a couple contacts with NASA last night we did a Q and A with NASA for with a bunch of little kids and yeah just that's really called connecting with the community connecting to people who know more than us so how was the experience of working with nasa um it was fun we had um dr lan dr lankin i think it was but yeah last night he was just answering a bunch of questions in front of a crowd of people and it was just yeah really fun I also put him on the spot with a bunch of questions that came up on the spot <laughs> How cool is that? You don't often get the opportunity to speak to someone from NASA, but there you go. You get to interview someone. So that's pretty cool. All right. So you guys are part of the first league. So maybe give our listeners a little background on it, because I know that there are different leagues and you guys have talked about the Lego league and the one you're in. Can you give us just a generalized background about first? So first actually stands for inspiration and recognition of science and technologies. Um, and they're just all about recognizing STEAM. So the age groups, there's what's called FLL First Lego League, which is from fourth through eighth grade, seventh grade, depending on where you do your program. And then there's like the middle age group, which is FTC, First Tech Competition, or Challenge, sorry, my mistake. And that's from seventh to twelfth grade. And then there's the high school program, which is called FRC, First Robotics Competition. And that's from ninth through twelfth grade. Now, the youngest group, they build with Legos. And then our age group, we build with slightly bigger metal pieces and our robots bigger. Well, the F FRC competition, their field is like half a basketball court. And, and it is pretty big. I got to experience that in June with uh, North Catholic's robotic uh, competition that they host. And it is, it, it is almost three-fourths of a basketball court. Yeah. So yeah. what's the one that you guys compete on? How big is it? It's what, 12 by 12? So it's, it's just uh, a square. It's the robot itself is 18 by 18 inches, but I believe the field is 12 by 12 feet. It's like a lot smaller than uh, FRC, but bigger than FOO. It's kind of like the middle range. That makes sense. So do you guys have the opportunity to eventually have an FRC team or do you still need to build the program up to have one? So we've actually been debating having an FRC team for years. Um, the seniors who graduated this past year, they were debating whether or not they wanted to do an FRC team. They were thinking about it. The issue is funds. It costs so much to build a robot so big. And the other issue is space. Our space is barely big enough for our growing association. So we would have to find somewhere new for all of it. But we're still trying to think of ways to build our 
association to the new or older age group. Awesome. So I know a lot of this does require some funding uh, and some of that funding is through sponsorships. So how do you reach out to get sponsorships? Because like you said, this isn't cheap. Um, a lot of times we apply for grants. Um, I believe we received the Arconic grant this year. Um, another way is just if you have, like, I know there's a kid on my team's name to Noah, and he just reached out to one of his neighbors who happened to be like one of the head of like Lindy Paving Company. And they gave us a grant and stuff. Um, we do fundraisers. We're actually currently doing like a raffle off for um, seats to the Pirates vs. Yankees game. Um, we did meet raffle. We do a lot of events like that, like uh, a lot of fundraisers like that, as well as reaching out to companies in our community to fund us. If anyone would be interested in sponsoring, what's the best way to get a hold of someone on your team to help sponsor? It would be to go to our website, um, Mars Robotics. There should be a section on how to reach out to us. Um, I believe it has a association email that you can reach and believe that's how you should reach us. Perfect. I will put the email address and the website link inside the show notes. Uh, so I guess a big part of this is, is Mars Robotics Association a program anyone in those grade levels can join? Do you have to have a robotics background? Do you have to have a Lego background? Or will you do the work and help teach everyone uh, the magic that you guys make on the competition field? Yeah, we just teach them. Like, I know when I first joined FTC, I had no idea what any of this was, but I just kind of was, uh, I was kind of led by other members, just nodding my head and going, eventually learning. And then I just kind of took off from there. And now I mentor the Literary Kids program, first Lego League, and I just kind of like help guide them and all the new students there. It's real fun. Yeah. The other thing that does help, because it is a big jump to join robotics, is we do like a lot of um, almost like camps or workshops for our students. So if you've ever heard of like CAD, computer-aided design, we do a workshop for that. We do a workshop so that kids can learn programming. Some of our mentors do that one. We do a lot of like smaller workshops or just like an hour or two in a meeting where we have kids come and learn about this or that. So where did you guys learn all of this? Because... I, I don't feel like I've been out of school for that long. I guess high school would have been 18 years ago, but uh, things must have come a long way in the last 20 years. Yeah, so a lot of the original knowledge comes from our mentors. We've had a lot, a lot of mentors come in and out of our program, and they all teach the students something, and then that gets passed down and passed down. I just, like, my siblings were on, like, one of the first teams, and their team was a lot different than our team is now. That's that's amazing. So I guess the my final big question for all of you is, uh, why did you get involved? And are you glad you did so looking back on it? Because it might have changed you for whatever reason, you know, because, you know, you're here today because of your passion for this. So what caused that passion? What caused you to join and maybe what's your pitch to someone that might be interested? Yeah, that w- that's a great question. Um, I joined, I think it's four or five years ago, and I was like not in any events, kind of antisocial, still am, but I I needed to be in an event at, or a program, and I like Legos, bu- Lego building, and I saw first Lego League. I'm like, hey, 
I should like check that out. And then I joined and well, now we're here. So I think I joined six years ago and I was kind of like Alex. I was very antisocial. I hated talking to people just in general. And I would have never done this podcast like six years ago, probably even three years ago. But as I've grown through the association, I've grown, I've learned confidence. Like we have to give presentations to people about what we do, about our events and stuff. And it just, it's given me so much confidence now that like this is a lot easier than it would have been even a year ago. That's amazing. Well, what is your, you know, if you could tell yourself or someone that is like your old version of yourself, uh, what's the number one thing you would tell them to help, you know, get them to join uh, the Mars Robotics Association? I would say just go for it. Um, it's a big opportunity. You could have make have fun along the way, make friends, and it's overall fun. You should do it. Don't worry about being behind or being alone. That's one of the things, like, there's only a couple of girls normally in robotics and I was always worried when I was younger, I was going to be behind or I was going to be alone. Don't, don't worry about it. And if you need help, ask for help. And if you want to join, join. Don't worry about any of that because you will make friends and you will learn. Awesome. Any last words as I know that all of you have busy schedules and I just want to make sure that we get all the information out to our listeners. Um, Mars Robotics is always looking for new members for anyone who wants to join and we're always excited to have you. Yeah, and if you have any other questions or anything, think about joining, you can just click the um click the um link for our robotics uh page. Perfect. Well, I want to thank all of you for joining us today. For more information on Mars Robotics Association, check out their website, MarsRoboticsAssociation.org. Thank you, everyone. For Armstrong in the Loop podcast, I'm Seth Prentice, keeping you in the loop. Are you enjoying Armstrong in the Loop podcast? Great news. All past and current episodes are available on popular streaming apps and websites. Search Armstrong in the Loop podcast and subscribe today. When it comes to internet service, you get it all with Zoom from Armstrong. There's unlimited data for unlimited downloads, low latency for seamless streaming and gaming, plus an unmatched fiber network for speeds that can't be beat. Find out for yourself. Go to armstrongonewire.com zoom and get high-speed internet for as low as $34.95 a month. No contracts, no hidden fees, just internet made easy. That's Zoom Internet from Armstrong.